Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome once again to the WP Builds Podcast. This is episode number 313, entitled Thinking the Unthinkable, episode 1, Certified. It was published on Thursday the 2nd of February 2023. My name's Nathan Wrigley and I'll be joined in a few short moments by David Wormsley so that we can have our first chat in this new podcast series. By the way, this podcast series, Thinking the Unthinkable, has a very suitable acronym and the acronym is TUT this time with two T's, T-U-T-T, but it somehow somehow seems to fit with the motif of thinking the unthinkable. Before we get stuck into the podcast, a few bits of housekeeping. The first thing to mention is that the Page Builder Summit is back. We're on version five of the Page Builder Summit. You can find it at pagebuildersummit.com. It's spelt exactly as you'd imagine pagebuildersummit.com. It's a five-day event taking place from the 20th to the 24th of February. It's completely free. There are some upsells if you want to join in with that. But if you go to the website pagebuildersummit.com, from now you'll be able to join the waitlist. And if you join the waitlist, we will keep you very much updated about the progress and all of the different speakers and events that are taking place. It's been really popular in the past. We've had thousands of people come through the doors and watch the events. Like I said, completely free for five days. Dozens and dozens of speakers. Go and check out the schedule. Join the email list and you'll get the schedule. And, you know, hopefully there's a few things in there that you can bookmark and enjoy your experience. We'd really appreciate it if you want to spread the word. So remember the URL, pagebuildersummit.com. Go and share it with your friends and join us at the event. The other thing to mention is our WP Builds deals page. It's a bit like Black Friday, but every single day of the week. Go and search for deals in the WordPress space. It's searchable and filterable, and you never know, you might get a significant discount on something that you're looking for. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place. Invoice clients and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by heading to go.me forward slash WP builds. Once more, go.me forward slash WP builds. And we really sincerely thank GoDaddy Pro for their support of the WP builds podcast. Okay, what have we got in store for you today? Well, we have a brand new episode series, if you like. It's going to be called Thinking the Unthinkable, and in this we're going to take some issues in the WordPress space, which we believe are slightly provocative, and try and rationalise them and give them a little bit of critical thinking. Episodes hopefully won't stray too far out of the bounds of WordPress, but the first one that we're going to tackle hopefully will be given away by the title. The title is Certified, and this is the idea that maybe web developers, web designers, web implementers, whatever you want to call yourself, should we have some kind of certification to prove what we can do? 
After all, you wouldn't let a plumber or an electrician into your house unless they could prove that they were capable of doing what they were doing. In our space, largely, we just rely on people's expertise, their testimonials page, and perhaps some word of mouth. But should there be some kind of certification? The topic has really gained some interest recently because of the project Certify WP. So we chat through all of the different pieces. What might certification be? What might it look like? What might we include? Or even, is it even a good idea? I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to the first episode in our sparkling new series that we're calling Thinking the Unthinkable. Here we are challenging ourselves to answer or at least rationalise provocative statements or critical opinions of WordPress and our glorious website building profession. We're going to gently ease ourselves in with today's topic, which is stated uh, as a statement, which is Website builders should be certified like what proper professionals are. <laughs> and <laughs> I should clear up here. By certified, we mean officially recognized as possession, a certain qualification or meeting certain standards, not legally declared insane and committed to a psychiatric institution. <laughs> Nathan, don't you just love starting a new series? Oh, oh yeah. This is going to be an interesting one. I do like the, <laughs> the title, Thinking the Unthinkable, like either of us. <laughs> Are capable of that but yeah this is going to be an interesting one like you said provocative titles the i guess yeah. they're a bit clickbaity i don't really know if we've, yeah, we've really descended so. into that or not but yeah we're going to try and tackle the idea of certification in our industry today because i guess unlike a lot of industries where people are touting themselves as professional there is a a real marked lack of this kind of thing yeah. maybe there isn't maybe there are a bunch of certificates certifications out there that i just don't know about so yeah well well as i mean at the time of recording this because we're in advance here the chat gpl um has just kind of been released do you mean chat AI gpt that's actually what I mean. I've yeah. written GPL. <laughs> I thought there was something wrong when I was yeah. saying that. Yeah, it's very new. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're all GPT, aren't they? I can't, I can't remember what that stands for. Do no, you I'm not sure. General purpose tech? I don't know. I've no idea. No, it's something about pre-training, I think, is oh, the okay. PT. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, so at the time of recording, this was just released. So what I did is I asked it. Uh, why do website builders not have qualifications or governing bodies like plumbers, builders, electricians, lawyers, and other professionals? And it came back with a pretty good answer. Nathan, do you want to do I'll, your I'll read voice? out the answers in a sort of robot-like way, just so that we're clearly <laughs> defining. So the answer to that question, I'm going to read the question again. Why do website builders not have qualification or governing bodies like plumbers, builders, electricians, lawyers, and other professionals? And the answer is there are a few reasons. One <laughs> is that web development is a relatively new field. I'm going to stop that. Is a relatively new <laughs> field, and it has evolved quickly over the past few decades. As a result, there are not yet established standards or qualifications that are widely recognized in the field. Do you know what? Broadly, I think the first half of that answer is true. That is mm. to say that it is a relatively new field and the quick yeah. evolution really does mean that it's difficult to pin this stuff down. In other words, what you learnt and certified yourself against 24 months ago might very well have radically changed to the point where nothing that you did is of any consequence anymore. Whereas I'm guessing the rate of change in plumbing and building and law and all of those kind of professions, I'm guessing they're 
they're fairly glacial in the way that they change. So if you got a qualification mm. in law 20 years ago, I imagine not much law has changed. Same with plumbing. I imagine that the, the body of work that a plumber does from day to day is the same today as it was 10 years ago. Forgive me, plumbers, if that's not true. But I think there's a G- chat GPT has actually identified quite a lot of truth there. It, it's changing far more rapidly our industry, that is, than uh, than other equivalent ones like like we just mentioned. I would dispute its next reason. I don't mm. know if you want to read it out, but basically, shall I just yeah yeah you go sum it, it up? Basically, it's just saying here that uh, the skills that are needed to build a website can be learned through various means, online courses, tutorials, self study, which makes it difficult to standardise the certification. But I would say this is true of any other professions and governing bodies people learn through different means anyway so i'm not sure if that's a valid one yeah it's okay so that is interesting right so let's take the let let me just rephrase that reason sorry i I failed to read out the whole reason didn't i so Mm. there was the bit that i just talked about and then there's this other reason where you can the, the principle being that you can learn all of this stuff in a variety of ways, online, self-study, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So it means that you don't really need the qualification. I'm imagining that you, you couldn't really do that with law um, because essentially the the job of being a lawyer or a plumber, you are absolutely in law, precluded from doing that work unless you have that qualification. So you cannot rock up to somebody's house and say, yes, I am a plumber, unless you've got that piece of paper. I mean, there's obvious reasons for that. You know, you are literally dealing with people's lives and the safety of their homes and so on. But if you if you don't have that qualification, you are not permitted to work. Same in law. Buildings are a bit different. It's very deregulated in the UK. So my understanding is that more or less anybody can be a builder mm. you don't really need that qualification i think it's more word of mouth and years of experience and all of those kind of things but um yeah but whereas both you and i can attest to the fact that we did learn to be web builders website implementers developers whatever mm. it might be we both of us did that completely off our own backs by buying books by looking at youtube videos by reading online looking at magazines Mm. and so on and so forth so that route was possible and in fact if there had have been some sort of certification in web design work goodness knows what the industry would be like now because a whole bunch of people who've dropped into that industry more or less by accident wouldn't have strayed here Mm. and and we did it in a way that we didn't really know what we who would be serving with what you know Um, and i think that's still the difficulty as technology allows us to do much more um what 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 we can serve up i mean artificial intelligence is obviously disrupting everything again we're having to rethink you know the very nature of search which has been a very key thing to our industry because of it so yeah so we couldn't imagine in advance but i think you know it's done a good job i mean it it, it largely says the thing that we're saying here it's so diverse uh with different specialities and subfields within it it's difficult to get an all-encompassing uh qualification for a website builder which is a fairly generic term which i gave it <laughs> do you think I, that um do you think that as a client so let's just say just random person phones you up do you think there's any bit of them which is looking for that kind of badge on your website to kind of say, okay, I have the skills proven by sitting through an exam or going through some sort of body of study, what have you? B- 
because I never really got asked that question. As I was saying to you before we hit record, I did one time get a very blunt question, which was, "Can basically, can you technically do this? I want you to sign on the dotted line to say that you can implement this. You are hereby saying that nothing that we've talked about is out of scope and everything is achievable. Um, but I've never had somebody saying, can you show me the... The certificate. I don't think there was an expectation that there would be anything like that. You don't think we can delude ourselves a little bit here, though, with this one? Because, you know, if you were approaching a lawyer and you didn't see their certificates, do you think you might say that or the fact that you you, you wouldn't show up, would you? Do you see what I mean? It's yeah. like uh, yeah. um, they don't they don't you don't get fed back the negatives as an opening kind of gambit most of the time people just make a decision they look they say no qualifications i won't bother i'll look for somebody who says they are qualified do you know it's interesting that, because behind that sits a whole ton of society doesn't it so in the example of yeah. a lawyer you would imagine that nobody would have the the gall to pretend to be a lawyer unless they <laughs> actually were a lawyer and you know and they're going to be found out in the end so they'll go out of business and you would imagine the same for plumbers so if somebody shows up as my house and says yes I'm a plumber yeah you're right I'm never saying well show me the show me the certificate I'm just assuming that you can do it my friends tell me that you can do what I need to do yeah that's really interesting no I hadn't thought of that and also, I think that's part of the, the conversation. I feel there is a little bit of a need in us to feel like we want uh, qualifications and something to prove ourselves up front, to separate ourselves from people who don't just be chancing it. But, you know, in reality, just due to the nature of what we're dealing with, we're all chancing it, aren't we, really? We're, we all really don't know how it's going to turn out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I do. So in, in the reason that ChatGPT gave, it also yeah. said that, you know, there's this whole variety of different ways to make it, um, a, to make the proposition of certification difficult because there's so many different routes into this yeah. career. And it said making a standard certification process would be difficult. Yeah, I think that's true. Whereas... Again, taking the example of a plumber, I'm guessing that more or less every plumber has the exact same knowledge because the amount of knowledge required to do that, I, I imagine, can be taught in a constrained amount of time. It's not really going to change over time and, and everybody can do it. Whereas you, you imagine the difficult things that in this industry, you know, you've got to be a JavaScript expert. You might be moving into React. You might be using Laravel. You might be a CSS expert. And you certainly couldn't certify yourself against all of those things. And also, they're yeah. just confusing to a, a client. What typical client would come to you? I mean, as a freelancer, not as an agency. What typical freelance client would come to you and say, actually, can you... Uh, can you just yeah. tell me about your experience with CSS? Um, I'd like to know <laughs> at what level you would place yourself there. Here's a couple of quiz questions for you. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it just doesn't really happen that way, does it? The end result is all that they care about. And so I feel like the, the testimonial section on your website, the portfolio section on your website, in effect, substitutes as a certification. Yeah. I asked the question to ChatGPT is, do you know of uh, any qualifications I should look for if hiring someone to build me a website? And I don't know, do you want to read out? Yeah, okay, said? yeah. So basically to paraphrase, and honestly, this ChatGPT thing is just breathtaking because 
we we may disagree with all of these, but just listen to how on message they are. Whether they're right or wrong is not really the point. So it says uh, it's important to look for somebody with experience and knowledge in web development. Okay, check, agreed. Some key qualifications to look out may include a degree in computer science or related field, experience in building websites using various technologies such as HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. That's pretty smack in the middle of the target isn't it knowledge of web design principles and best practices blimmin heck experience using content management systems such as wordpress or drupal well that ticks our box nicely at least (laughs) knowledge of search engine optimization principles experience working with databases and server-side technologies strong problem solving and troubleshooting skills there you go and uh, I, I wrote at the bottom <laughs> i'm screwed <laughs> <laughs> it did add in though at the end here and i think this is key for me on in the same question it said additionally uh, it can be helpful to look for someone who is able mm. to communicate effectively and work well with others having a good working relationship with your website builder can make the process of building your website much smoother and more successful and i think actually that's probably key to everything for me do you know what it's interesting that that has not been added in as a bullet point that was just added in almost like as an addendum you know additionally whereas i think my my work over the years in this industry has led me to believe that that really comes fairly high up the list i mean clearly if you cannot if you can't demonstrate any skills in HTML, CSS, blah blah blah, then this is going nowhere. But I think that a lot of the a lot of that technological capability comes below that one. The 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 communicating effectively because you know without that, as we've discussed in so many episodes before, without that yeah. and, and a good working relationship, the whole thing breaks down. But it's interesting that it noted that was a thing, even yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, it'll churn out lots of really quite good answers. I mean, they are very generic, and I suppose it explains it. I mean, our question here today is a little bit silly, um, but I thought we got a few talking points. I mean, one thing we probably should be asking is uh, whether chat GPT with some AI voices should do the podcast from here on, because it does seem to pull stuff together in a more sensible that, way that we that do. <laughs> genuinely would be hysterical. We should really think about doing that one time. Uh, ask ChatGPT to script a podcast episode and either read it yeah. out or, or just yeah. do it. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the talking points, do you want to go through those then? Yeah. Well, I just thought, I mean, I guess, you know, there's a need on our part. Maybe, I mean, we don't know what clients think when they're looking at it. I guess if there was a well-known qualification, that's what people would be looking for. And even if they didn't know it, we can, I can see on, you know, lawyers, the sites, you know, that the, this, and it sounds, you know, reasonable. We don't have that, do we? And that's very different. We know there's a lot of cowboys out there and got to be careful with that term no sexism is intended women are dodgy too um (laughs) you really dug that hole a little bit deeper (laughs) no no, so but you know that i think that's you know about legitimizing stuff that's one of the talking points um well let's go through some of these other ones here i mean Perhaps one of the things is that we're making the assumption there are no qualifications, but that's probably not entirely true because of all these subfields, we can get qualified, can't we? There will be, I mean, if you've gone and done a a degree in graphic design, 
mm-hmm. you're going to have that to be able to show that you've got that visual presentation. If you've done some certifications to have learned a particular programming language, I think you probably can add that in. Yeah. We we have none of this, do we? No, but I guess I guess we Okay, so firstly, I think maybe we should be mindful of the fact that we we don't really know the current state of the landscape in terms of people entering university and going into some sort of um, web design and development course and coming out of that on the other side. I I don't know what it is that they're going to be learning and what level they can claim to be on the backside of that. But I know there are web development courses available at, you know, bona fide official if you like university so it is a thing but you you and i entered it when it just wasn't a thing and there was computer science available at universities but there was no hint of web development or anything like that and so there was no way of getting certified although people were offering courses there were tutorials there were ways that you could learn this stuff and the qualifications that you got on the back end of it were just very sort of anecdotal. You know, you'd put a badge on your website to say, well, I did this, but it mm. really wasn't kind of the, the level of, okay, this came from a certified body like the University of s- some city. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I don't really know where that where the level stands at the moment but it does feel like everything else if you if you were to attend a university and get a a bona fide qualification it feels to me that that is more about impressing an employer and less about impressing a client because really i'm i'm thinking that if you're going to university you're going to spend all that money get yourself in debt to that level you want to be coming out of there instantly trying to repay that debt with a well-paid job so you're going to be going into employment not into freelancing again caveat Mm -hmm. i could be completely wrong about that maybe loads of people are happy to give that a go but it feels like the first port of call is okay i'll put in five years ten years whatever to pay off some of this debt at a at an institution and really what this qualification is doing it's getting me into the door for the first interview where I can then explain what I can do and and hopefully over the years demonstrate that and increase my skills and so on. I I remember when I was first getting into this and the first podcast that was really talking to web designers or developers um, was the BOAG world. And I remember even at that time, him talking about the difficulty of being able to, they needed to recruit people and they really couldn't, even though there were new courses that were setting up that would talk about web development because of the nature of the education you know so with degrees you know the syllabus needs to be set years in advance to be able to follow through so it really wasn't serving its needs people who would go through this this course would be out of touch so there didn't seem a degree option um that seemed to be working and and i think i think this is a general um a flow of things anyway in the modern world i think more people go and do degrees so they're less valuable and i think more employers realize that having a degree isn't a very good sifting process if you like uh, in terms of getting the best skills to their organization so people like large employers like google will do their own testing uh, you know and really judge it on the basis of what they see with all this kind of problem solving they set for people so i i think you know maybe 
uh, instead of uh, my whole whole thinking is that we should perhaps reverse it. The fact that we there are no qualifications, the fact there is nothing agile enough to qualify us and certify us and regulate us is probably just the way the world is going anyway. You know, in in kind of many areas of life, it's would, not good. Sorry, yeah, I, I was, a degree probably isn't such an indicator yeah, of talent. Yeah, I was talking to. Um, a chap the other day who is behind one of the WordPress LMS systems. So oh. an LMS is a learning management system. And he was talking about the fact that over the recent past five years or so, but specifically during COVID, there has been this move towards self-education and mm. self-certifying. So that basically means that, you know, you you take that debt onto yourself. You know, I'm going to learn. I'm going to prove myself. And so there's a whole load of companies that have come in on the back of that and have set up courses. And whilst they can't have any air quotes, I'm doing air quotes, um, (laughs) you know, there can't be any necessarily universal authority behind that. The, The idea is that and and I, I've got to be clear about this. This is not just about web development. It's literally everything across the, the you know the the universe. You could certify yourself against anything. So just that point's clear. Um, this seems to be the way that it's going for these WordPress LMSs. Anyway, there's a groundswell of okay. I know I can teach this thing. I'm going to teach this thing, and at the end of it, you will be able to do what I'm saying you can do. But there's no, you know, I can give you a badge, but whether or not that counts for anything is not really the point. The the point really is more you've gained the knowledge. You can now go out there and claim to do it confidently. And it does seem that there is a move away from the bricks and mortar universities, more to this sort of self-managed learning. And a lot of the universities are implementing this as well. You know, they're they're them putting classes online where traditionally they might have been. You've got to attend and sit in a lecture hall or what have you. Um, and it just seems to be going in that direction. So self-certifying, but yeah, I don't know whether that adds to the the conversation today or not, but it's an interesting trend. No, and I think it's there. I remember a long time ago, there's a book by Daniel Pink, and I forgot what it's called now, uh, Maybe Drive, and it really talks about the fact that we all have a drive to learn and improve ourselves. So it, to, a, to a large degree, we regulate ourselves. We do self-certify ourselves in the skills. Everybody has this desire to do this. And it's it's kind of moved things, you know. So you would generally think it was a sort of left-wing proposition that if you let employers do their own thing, they will work. If you take money off the table and not try and incentivize in, in a way that people will just try to work to the best they can. Um, in anything but the very lowest of skills um people will just work hard on that one and i think you know that yeah it's big big right-wing institutions if you like that have adopted this change in the way that we view workers and um and their motivations actually i think the daniel daniel pink book is about motivation but Anyway, it's yeah. I, I see this general move, so yeah, it definitely goes along with what you're saying there. If we were to propose that there was mm-hmm. a general WordPress, let's just go to WordPress as opposed to web development. Yeah, if there yeah. was a general WordPress certification process, I wonder what yeah. that would even look like. So the, the first question would be, well, who's behind it? Who who yeah. is the body that's stamping the the qualification to say yes i hereby state categorically that 
Nathan and David sat down on this day in history and after a two-hour test were able to prove that they were hopeless. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, who would that be? Who, who would we put in, in charge of that? Would it be... I don't know. Would it be automatic? Would it be a, a conglomeration of interested parties in the WordPress ecosystem? In other words, funded by hosting companies, funded by SEO companies, funded by what have you. And, you know, they'd get together, put together this curriculum, come up with some qualification criteria, put together the the, the learning materials, and then finally test people on the other end. I mean, I don't know if testing's necessary should you go through it i don't know but let's imagine that it is who would we who would we even trust with that yeah i don't think we could and i think that's one of the difficulties of wordpress although it's this kind of open source system which is kind of everybody's it does have commercial interests behind it and um and, and in that way i don't think it can do something in perhaps the way that so one point that I did put a talking point is the fact that in some way we do have some standards, even if we can't get qualified by them. We do have the um, the W3C yep. that is set in web standards. And uh, although there's no way to really go along with that, and there are other things when it comes to perhaps the UX and UI, we have some important thought leaders who have been around with expertise like the Norman Nielsen group and stuff like that. Mm. So we, we can... But I can't see how that could happen in WordPress as as it is something that you make into your own. I don't know how anyone well, could really do it. That's right, because if you think about what... Okay, so let's say you've got a brand new WordPress website and it's completely vanilla. You've downloaded it from WordPress.org. Honestly, you could learn everything there is to know about that in a, in a fairly short amount of time. Yeah. Because WordPress by itself doesn't do as much as all of the plugins and the themes bring to yes. bear so having this idea of okay i'm a certified wordpress website builder developer whatever i realize that i've just really undersold wordpress i mean i know it's very very complicated and there's an awful lot going on but i, I imagine that somebody would be able to learn that in a relatively short space of time if they were committed the complexity comes in well when you add all of the other bits and pieces on top of so you know you might be expert in using a particular implementation of a page builder or something like that and so this is where it gets muddy there there is there really isn't one wordpress that you can put your finger on and say okay you you are good at wordpress you are a level 3 wordpresser and you <laughs> yeah. sir are a level 4 because you can do this other thing. I don't know. It's really difficult. And actually, now that I think about it, if you went down that road, p potentially quite damaging because it feels to me that, you know, if you got to level four, you, I wonder if there's a tendency to look down on the, you know, the level threes and it might kind of make the community a little bit less, uh, I don't yeah. know, a little bit less friendly. You can imagine people at WordCamp going around with their big level four badge stock on yeah. their T-shirt, you know, and uh, what have you. I mean, there's a lot that WordPress offers in the, in the sense of, you know, you can show your credentials a little bit if you've, you know, done a talk or you've um, helped in the, you know, lots of people are very proud of the fact that they've uh, worked on the, the new update in core or something like that. And their names are listed. They've, they're, they're accredited, aren't they, with these kind of things. So yeah. I suppose that's there. Yeah. You get your badges um, on your .org profile for all myriad of reasons. Just, just yeah. as as an aside, nothing that you or I do 
would mm. would qualify. So you know, be, being interested in the community and putting out um, content in the WordPress community, n- none of that would ever qualify. Nor do I actually think it should. I'm just making the point. But um, yeah. but I I don't know whether any of that would be something that an employer would look at. I think a tiny subset of employers would look at that, and they would be the the people who who want to show their credentials in the WordPress space. So let's say X hosting company who wants to make it clear that they're really keen on committing to WordPress, they might be interested in, okay, great, you have committed to core, you are really keen on helping at WordCamps, that's brilliant. But I would imagine that most, like 90 plus percent of clients would say why are you showing me this page what does that badge mean <laughs> yeah exactly. um, but it's great for the community don't get me wrong it's brilliant for the community but i'm not sure if it's going to help you get a typical job oh you set off so many things in me there well one of the things is that what matters to the clients there and i, I find it quite interesting certainly when people want some seo uh, or they're thinking about adwords something like google certified which you can be with adwords i think uh, from what i understand with clients really it's a something they understand who google are they're a big authority in the world on this one so if they're google certified in adwords then they must be much more trustworthy but really in reality it does mean they've done some training but ultimately their job is to make money for google so right. they're perhaps not necessarily the best person for the client yeah they're not going to make no they might not necessarily make google work the hardest to, for you know their ad spend but say say that some of the hosting sorry not hosting say that some of the seo companies in wordpress got together or even yeah. just one of them um and i'm sure some names are s- moving around in your head at the moment and decided we are going to yeah. offer an accreditation would that would that have any level of trust do you think so again we're not talking about wordpress specifically here we're straying into uh, an, an area a subset of working with wordpress and that's seo would you would you think clients would trust that okay here's a here's a a qualification that's come from a conglomerate of wordpress companies who've invested back into their bit of the community to qualify people and certify people would you think employees would like that or or would end users clients like that would it be worth it for the companies involved i suspect if it was worth it for them they would have they would have done all these things a long time ago yeah and also, i mean i think at the end of the day all of these qualifications and whether they're accepted is all pretty much about the marketing what you've been able to establish in terms of whether that is of any worth to people so i i guess we couldn't ever answer that one thing that did cross my mind about a wordpress certificate because i've gone through something which has made me quite proud i've just recently built my own um theme and um the thing is, I'm no good with PHP. So things like um, artificial intelligence is helping me to write some of the, the things that I need to go into that theme. Right. And I was thinking, if you did try and test me on this, technically, it would be a good sign because I understand the architecture of a WordPress theme, which makes me understand it, the old version. And at least I basically understand how you make a blocks theme as well. But in reality, if I was to sit a test doing that, it wouldn't know whether I was using, if I was cheating, basically yeah the whole thing yeah uh so i you know in fact that's probably one of the other challenges and we'll we'll talk about this i think the next time we're talking about ai and how it threatens us but i i notice with 
chat uh, PT, uh, sorry, GPT mm-hmm. uh, coming out, there, there have been some professors who have challenged their students to write their next essay using it, you know? Um, and and I, we're hearing reports back on people just not being able to distinguish it from a real student's work and stuff. So, yeah, uh, I think this is another challenge to the whole certification thing, particularly as we move more to distance learning. I wonder if if it's less of a challenge. I wonder if it presents an opportunity because let's say, for example, that you rock up and you've got a portfolio full of work and yeah. nobody knows how that work was created whether it was created by you know a a page builder template that you just clicked and imported and then modified some text or it was created let's say five years into the future by a bunch of ai generated generating tools if you could sit down and say no i literally sat this exam and we were in isolated conditions i had to write everything from scratch to to satisfy the examiners that i could do this I wonder if that's going to be in the future a real a real boost because suddenly you're employing somebody who can provably do something as opposed yes. as opposed to who can provably go out and click a button on a chat and get the answer and download it. I I mean the the thing is in this industry so long as the end result is achieved it's not really that important is it? Um yeah. I remember I actually years and years ago I went for a job interview an actual job interview this is going back ages <laughs> and they asked me to solve a uh, a puzzle with PHP and Ooh. and I remember thinking to myself well I could sit here for the next hour and work it out <laughs> or I could just google it cuz google existed and, and so I googled it and said look there's the answer but I've just googled it and they were actually like yeah that's what we would have done <laughs> <laughs> I love it because well, what's you know, the point? It, you know, th- uh, th- what they wanted to see was who's going to get there in the quickest amount of time, and by doing it, just nicking it off Google and checking, like, yeah, does that work? Yeah, 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 that's all fine. That'll work. There you go. There's the answer. They were like, okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't as get the job, you know- by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. oh, but yeah, I think it's. It, it's interesting because you asked me to just go and have a check. You said it might be a good idea just to look at how people get around uh, not having the qualifications, what they focus on in agencies or freelancers and stuff. And Can I just add some a- context to that? So because we yeah. don't have qualifications, it occurred to me before we hit record that we, we must be trying to sell ourselves. And if, yeah. we, if we don't have a badge, an official plumber's badge to say we are bona fide, then we must be going through it in other ways because it's essentially the certification process is about saying, trust me, I can do it. So we need yes. to be able to say, trust me, I can do it in a whole variety of ways. And typically I think that's nice looking website, some good copy. Here's a bunch of, here's, here's a portfolio page with my previous projects and here's a bunch of testimonials. So that, that was the thinking behind there. My, without certification, how are people doing it? And so you yeah. went off and browsed around and found a few examples and, uh, right, go for it. Yeah, well, all I did was I just looked, really. I think I looked, took the number one that appeared for me in Google when I asked for a web agency in London, and then I did the same in New York. And quite surprising with both of those because they were both page builders, WP Bakery, quite old page builders, and they built most of their sites. And they were the number ones and 
they were you know their texts were well their text was just basically stuff that you might expect <laughs> ai to write really that's what we noticed it was a, a kind of a general lot of waffle about being award-winning and creative and um you know that, that you know with solutions they talked about and that kind of stuff so it was quite surprising and it was very boilerplate the language wasn't it yes it yes. was what got them to number one in google wasn't really anything surprise it was a real just laundry list of reused and recycled tropes award-winning yeah. creative yeah. branding um we use key marketing principles these kind <laughs> yeah. of phrases which to me when you actually look at it you know with a careful bit of inspection don't actually say a great deal but they sound good yeah i, I mean it just to me it all sounds like kind of just waffle and, and you know interestingly about both of these that were doing well they were similar both wp bakery as i've mentioned both of them seem to have accessed free images on the web which i kind of recognize being in the industry but i guess you know regularly the users may not spot that and there are all sorts of things you know uh, one had an accessibility overlay over the top of it something which you know yes accessibility experts don't really like these days and, and that kind of stuff and it was really interesting then to contrast that with the first one that came up when i was searching for a london freelancer and this was a guy who just introduced himself said he's a freelance web designer and front-end developer with blah blah years of experience working with clients in london so it would appear that a whole bunch of different people are trying to rise to the top with a whole bunch of different language. And it doesn't really feel like yeah. they're marketing themselves as if certification mattered. Really, what they're trying to sell is that they are able to do things. They've got all these keywords, jazzy keywords, marketing principles, uh, we're digital pros blah, 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 cutting edge technologies, top-notch service yeah. and all of these kind of things. It's as almost as if nobody needs any certification because not not anybody appears to be mentioning it anywhere. I, I wonder if we did that survey more thoroughly and went to like 500 websites and really drilled down. I wonder if they would on their bios and things like that say, I've got this qualification and that qualification. But having looked at these websites over the years, I don't really remember anybody bigging up their qualifications in terms of certifications, more qualifications in terms of I did five years here, two two years here, I'm a you know, I've worked with this kind of technology and this kind of technology. It's just self certification really. Yeah, exactly. So I guess I mean this topic, I mean to to wrap it up and come up with our answer, I I mean I've already said it, I guess what is I don't answering our own question really about whether we need certification or the statement that's saying we should i disagree with it ultimately and i think we should actively embrace that <clears throat> the web is just I, I wrote here my kind of words on it was the day that i think uh, we're happy with a certified and governing way of building websites is probably the day for better or worse when the web stops being the revolutionary globalizing development that it is and i think that's what we bring to the table so no one procedural body is likely to be agile enough to be able to serve us and so we should perhaps embrace that yeah i agree i think you went on to make a further point that there are certain subfields within mm. the broader web industry where mm. certifications really gonna matter because it's provable you know it might be that you've got a, a degree in 
visual design or a particular coding language but because this is a wordpress podcast we're thinking more specific, more broadly about wordpress uh, i agree i think the the soft skills that you mentioned earlier you know communication and so on i think they're mm. they're the things that really matter and obviously your ability to churn out work and keep yourself employed create that testimonials page get that portfolio page they seem to be the things that matter more and you're right if everybody's chasing the same certification maybe the the creativity would kind of disappear out of the web people will be afraid to step outside the bounds especially in those younger years when you're a little bit more unlikely to conform you want to push the boundaries a little bit more if all those young people are changing the exact same uh, qualification maybe it'll be yeah worse for the web yeah and i think at a high level of qualifications where we talk about masters and phds and all that you know in order to step up that kind of level you become like experimental scientists and i think we should see ourselves in that way it's probably on us not to claim to know the outcomes as experts but rather to be like scientists would put forward controlled hypothesis to test so when somebody's coming with a website we don't know how that's going to pan out we'll do all of these things we'll take the best knowledge we've got out there and we'll work together to do it and i think in a way that's its own qualifications so, you know, when you do a PhD in something, you may pass that on a certain body because someone who's an expert in that. But what comes with it is not an expected outcome or a knowledge is is you're awarded it for the ability to be able to think outside the box and challenge. And I think that's what we can bring to the table. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. OK, so for us, at least anyway, it is a, a bit of a no, we're not convinced that we need to be certified. And maybe that's just because neither of us have any qualifications <laughs> take it with a pinch of salt i should say right at the top of our show notes before we uh, before we end this episode i will link in our show notes to something called certify wp which is a an initiative to launch wordpress sort of centralizing organization and certifications but it's got a very specific use case and in this case it's all to do with uh, you know returning veterans in the us so i'll link to that and you can see whether or not that's a route that you think is is worth looking at. Yeah, great. Okay, and so next time. Yeah, go on. Well, I think we. I don't know what we'll call it exactly, but AI can it replace us? I think we've got to talk about that now because it's yeah. the topic of the day, isn't it? Honestly, yeah. I think this topic is going to be really interesting. AI can it replace us? Just a handful of months ago, I would have said a very different answer <laughs> to what I'm going to say in that episode. So we'll see. All right, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Okay, lovely. Thanks. Bye. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. Always a pleasure chatting with David Wormsley. I hope you enjoy the new series, the Thinking the Unthinkable series. We're going to refer to it as TUT. Maybe we'll take that as a Twitter hashtag or something. Anyway, this was all about being certified. Perhaps you agree. Perhaps you disagree. Whatever the case, go to check it out on the WPBuilds.com website. Search for episode number 313-313 and you can leave us a comment there. Or in our Facebook group, wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook, you could start some thread there as well. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place. Invoice clients and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by going to go.me forward slash WP builds 
And again, very sincere thanks to GoDaddy Pro for their continuing ongoing support of the WP Builds podcast. Okay, don't forget, Page Builder Summit registration is now open, pagebuildersummit.com. Join us for five days, get on that waitlist, and we will keep you updated of all of the things that are happening. Completely free event running from the 20th to the 24th of February. I hope you have a good week. We'll be back next week, this time with an interview. Stay safe. Cheesy music fading in. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>